Welcome to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you would like to participate on today's program, call now, 803-1520. That's 803-1520. All right, here we go. Think again. Think again. Welcome to our topic discussion program, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Western New York, still fighting the war on poverty, now in our 53rd year. Uh, each week we talk to you about issues, events, and trends affecting you right here and right now in Buffalo and the Western New York community, and in fact, connect you to communities all across the country. I'm your host, L. Nathan Hare, President and CEO of the Community Action Organization. Make us a part of your Saturday every Saturday at ESPN 1520 AM on your dial from 11 o'clock to 12 noon each week. Now, today's program is live, so you can call and you can join our discussion. I hope that you will. Our number here again is 803-1520. That's 803-1520. And of course, <laughs> in, in the era that we're in, there's so many different things to talk about. Uh, and I don't like to spend so much of the programs sort of being a news bulletin report, uh, uh, a board for all of the different incidences and, and events that go on uh, during the course of the week. I like to try to use this program to help us look at things in context and help us to develop a broader sense of how to think about uh, the events and issues uh, and facts of the day in terms of how we make policy decisions, thanks, how we make policy decisions uh, uh, that, that will drive how we're going to live as a community of people uh, over the next uh, few months, if not the next uh, few years. So my first theme, and I guess this will be the theme throughout this discussion, is birds of a feather flock together. Uh, President Trump pushed himself into, uh, onto the American public, claiming that <clears throat> everybody else was dirty, that Washington was a swamp, that the Democrats were the swamp creatures trolling favors for favors, that they were all in the pockets of some elite fat cats, and they were selling out the country for their own interest. I'm pretty sure I've captured the spirit of what Donald Trump said uh, as he was doing his run-up towards his uh, election. He claimed that he was the only one who could clean up uh, the, or who could who could clean the mess up, and put the country back on a footing of economic and military supremacy, as if it wasn't already on <laughs> economic and military supremacy. He snidely asserted that <clears throat> he would give the people their country back. Didn't really tell us what he meant by who were the people that he was going to take the country, uh, who were going to get the country back or who are the people that the country have been taken, uh, are taken by. But we'll talk about that as we go along in the course of today's program. After 19 months, we now have a clear idea what kind of footing uh, we've been placed on. The supposedly anti-communist National Rifle Association uh, with the uh, excuse me, association and the uh, white nationalists in this country have made common cause uh, with the uh, Russian Federation, or at least elements in the in the Ruffin, Russian Federation, led by Vladimir uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, to turn uh, to turn America back towards political isolationism and economic American nationalism, and the so-called super businessman, Mr. President Donald Trump, who was going to create so much success that we would get tired of it, 
has shown himself to be nothing more than a self-centered, easily manipulated, foolish person willing to read, uh, unwilling to read, unwilling to study, unwilling to comprehend the relationships and standards that are make, have made the American democracy so self-sustaining. Uh, we find that, uh, and, and something I just find just hard to, 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 to grasp, uh, we, we find the Russians using American racism uh, to div- d- divide and weaken America. We find uh, uh, Alexander Torshin, a Russian politician, uh, he claims that he has developed such strong ties uh, with the National Rifle Association that had got him uh, into a relationship with Donald Trump in 2012. And he took or he used his relationship with the NRA to funnel money from Russian interest through the NRA into the campaign of Donald Trump. This is all very interesting to me because the um, white nationalists are, are, are always uh, ranting against uh, Jews, against Jewish people. Uh, they run around talking about blood and soil and Jews will not Jews will not replace us and that that sort of thing. And yet those same people with their Confederate flags and their cone hats and so on, those same people come to the Donald Trump rallies. They have, you know, oodles of fans uh, within the crowd of the Donald Trump uh, uh, crowds. And you find Netanyahu, who if I'm unless I'm missing something, he's like the godfather of the Zionist uh, orientation that people complain about uh, in relation to the state of Israel. Uh, And these people claim that they hate Zionists. They hate, you know, what they consider to be, you know, the faults of uh, of the Jewish people. And yet they make common cause uh, with Donald Trump and with the Russian Federation to divide America against itself and to set on its head the very f- framework of the American democracy. In addition to that, we now have the birds of the feather flock together paradigm uh, revealing itself in this president's administration. Um, let's take a quick tour of President uh, 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 Donald Trump's uh, appointments. We have uh, Anthony Scaramucci, uh, the White House communications director, who only lasted for, for about three weeks. Uh, he lost his job because he couldn't stop, infl- stop inflating himself at other people's expense. And are, are we at 10 minutes already? Oh, oh, oh 10, 10 days? That's how long he lasted? I thought it was three weeks. Boy, oh, boy, time flies when you're having fun, right? Uh, and, of course, he was the guy who couldn't make time uh, to be uh, with his wife at the birth of their child and then lied about sending her a congratulatory note, which makes no sense, on her success in having her baby. Uh, then there's Jefferson Beauregard Sessions, a devoted white nationalist whose spine only shows up when he's in a crowd. This man, with Donald Trump's backing, literally stole or kidnapped three to 5,000 children and gave license to the white nationalists who clearly populate uh, much of the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Office and has abused his authority to support uh, President Trump's all-white-is-all-right agenda. But at least he kept his job. 
which is also true of Rick Perry, Ben Carson, and Betsy DeVos. Rick Perry, the former governor of Texas, couldn't remember the name of one of the three departments of government that he wanted to abolish. And then Donald Trump appointed him to be the secretary of the apartment, the department of government that he wanted to abolish but couldn't remember. He was so dull-witted that he didn't even know that the country's nuclear power mission was under the authority of the Department of Energy, which supposedly Rick Perry now runs. How can you run a department that's responsible for the country's nuclear energy program and you don't even know that that's the authority that you were supposed to be wielding? Ben Carson, a neurosurgeon who had never run anything other than a doctor's office, much less the Department of Housing and Urban Development, he thinks that tripling the portion of uh, uh, resident salaries, citizen salaries, oh, that's right, he did live in a house in a, in a poor neighborhood. So I guess that made him a, um, uh, a, 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 a master, an expert, you know, in housing. Um, and he, he wants to triple the portion of... Uh, people's salaries, resident salaries, they have to pay for housing, uh, claiming that that will build a stronger sense of self-sufficiency uh, in those, people's, uh, those people whose lives depend on the availability of affordable housing. And then there's Betsy DeVos, who literally bought her place as the head of the Department of uh, Education. She couldn't make a dent, or at least the dent she wanted to make, in regular public school operations, so she's devoted herself to eliminating regulatory oversight of private for-profit colleges and post-secondary schools that, pro that, that promise heaven and deliver debt without much employment. Trump was considering pointing his si appointing his sister to the Supreme Court. He tried to appoint his personal pilot to be the head of the FAA. He has attempted to appoint people without any experience as a judge, no academic experience in teaching, or not even holding a law degree. Um, Oh, my God. Uh, to become federal court judges. Uh, it's rare for the ABA to indicate that they deem a candidate to be unqualified, but they've done so with more Trump of Trump's uh, nominees than all other presidential candidates combined in the last 30 years. That's not counting Rex Tillerson, who was appointed uh Secretary of State, who had no experience in government whatsoever, tried to slash the State Department by one third at the same time that Trump was ramping up conflicts with countries all over the world, not just with the trade issues, but uh, with Iran and with Afghanistan and with Iraq and with Yemen and so on. Why would you be reducing your uh, ambassador force rather than increasing it? Uh, and I can just go on and on. Just quickly before we get into our, uh, we get Tony on, uh, a quick reflection on Chris Collins. Uh, Chris Collins put himself before the public as, you know, again, one of these great businessmen and the country needed businessmen rather than um, uh, 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 professionals in uh, their field uh, to operate the various departments of government like a business. And so he's... <laughs> He got elected to operate in government like a business. So as a businessman, when he sees a competitive advantage, he, he exploits it. So he uh, bought a, a, a interest in a, a company that makes pharmaceuticals. Uh, he thought that the company had uh, developed a product, a, a drug that was going to have a wide market appeal. Uh, he 
told his friends in the Congress, other congressmen, you should buy shares of this stock. It's the reason why you are always counseled. If you become a congressman or a senator, you should give up your stock holdings altogether or put them in a blind trust so that you have no relationship uh, with it at all because there's too many opportunities for you to have a conflict of interest. But he not only uh, owned 20% of this company, he convinced many of the uh, congressmen and senators to buy uh, stock in this company. Then when he found out that the company's uh, 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 test trials uh, to see whether or not this drug actually worked, turned out that the trials uh, showed the drug, the drug didn't work, and he, he was informed about it, he immediately told his son on the White House lawn, called his son several times, finally got a hold of him and told him that uh, the, the, the trial failed. And I don't know if he told him to get out. I didn't hear the actual conversation. But obviously the implication was if the trial failed, the stock's not going to be worth anything. You should get out immediately, which he did, along with his uh, future father-in-law. And I'm sure he told other people who were Congress people uh, that were his insiders. This is classic inside insider trading, which is against the law. You know, <clears throat> when you're in government, you're supposed to be a steward of the implementation of the law, not actually break the law. Uh, but that's what this fellow uh, did. So we'll get into this as we go along. Let me get our callers on real quick. Let's get Tony on and see, get, get his thoughts. Tony, how are you doing out there? Fantastic. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. First of all, I believe that if the Trump administration could make this an all-white country, nation, they would. Because they're trying to keep out, due to something that they're trying to do to change the immigration law, there are about 20 million people in this country who are legally immigrants, are legal immigrants in this country. And what they're doing is they want to, let, to, to prevent these people from becoming citizens. Right. How are they going to do this? By anyone who received any kind of federal aid through the Obama, uh, through Obama, Obamacare, SNAP, child health care, even HEAP they would be hindered in the process of getting to be a citizen. And don't forget, to become a citizen takes roughly about eight years, and it costs at least $15,000. This is no yep. process. And they just don't want people to become American citizens who are legal immigrants. That's the bottom line there. They, they, they advertise in this administration that they have this wonderful economic growth. Well, the wages in this country in the last few years have gone up 2.6%. But economists tell us that inflation has gone up by 2.9%. Mm. You go to the supermarket like I do. I go to Aldi's, one of the best places with reasonable prices. A, a box of crackers that I used to pay 89 cents for now cost a dollar thirty nine. Wow! Fifty cents increase. I bought pizza, frozen uh, pizza, used to be dollar a dollar ninety nine. Now it's two dollars forty nine cents. Mm. You can't, you can't. Uh, a person on who has fixed income, like those on social security or pensions, how do you make ends meet? 
how, how do you live when you have to when you have to pay, pay more for the same things? And don't forget the major thing here is that the consumer price index started in 1977 does not consider gasoline prices or food items prices in the calculation for an increase in our benefits. The two biggest things we pay for, gasoline and food, are food. And just think about it. If you got you know, something out of the tax cut, you probably got something in the area of $20 or $16 a week that you got to keep in your pockets because of the tax cut. But since gas prices, since the tax cuts went through, gas prices have gone from roughly $2.25, $2.30 uh, per gallon up to $3 a gallon. What you, what you gained in the uh, uh, tax savings, you've lost that in the additional price you have to pay just for gas alone. Uh, I was yep. filling up my tank for like, you know, uh, $32. Now it cost me $46, $48 to fill up my tank. So yep. that's the reality that everybody is, is, is addressing. And I think that's the reason why uh, you don't see a whole lot of acceptance in the population about the value of this tax cut, this tax cut because the vast, vast, vast majority of people in this country are not in the top uh, 1%. And those people have just seen things stay the same or get worse as far as yes. the dollars coming out of their pockets. Absolutely. Let me tell you about Mr. Collins with whom I've had sparred on, uh, on the radio networks many times. This man was elected to Congress in 2012. What did he do before 2012? He was the Erie County uh, Supervisor. He was in County Executive. Executive. Right. Right. He has been in Congress for six years. Mm -hmm. and he has, in his entire six years, uh, authorized or put, or, or put the, into Congress five bills. Out of the five bills, two of them is renaming post offices. Mm. And the other ones are just simply having to fix something about Medicaid uh, and uh, a title provision, etc. He's done nothing. Nothing. When he was Erie County, uh, in the Erie County seat, he was touting something called Six Sigma. Ask, right. ask Rambo Jim when he calls about Six Sigma, because he's a big fan of Six Sigma. Mm -hmm. What did Mr. Collins do for our economy? He sold Buffalo, China, put 100 people out of work. Yep. He closed the, all of the clinics that I used to go to on the east side of Buffalo for dental health, medical care, and, and mental health care facilities. Close them all down, yep. and you and you and let me correct you about one thing. In the day, the federal government has all of his telephone calls that he made from the White House lawn, mm -hmm. and in that first call, he called six times to his son. Right. On the seventh call, he to Cameron, he told him that the the, the test was a catastrophic failure, that he should sell all these things. And he passed that on not only to his, his future father-in-law, to his bride-to-be, to his mother-in-law-to-be, to everybody and their, their sister. The only person that couldn't sell the chairs was Chris Collins, mm -hmm. because they, they had been held up by the Australian authorities. This man's done nothing for our area.
Now, let me talk about Judge Kavanaugh for a second. Now it's come out that in 2006, he lied before the Senate committee that gave him his appointment about torture. Mm-hmm. He said that he had no recollection of having anything to do with torture. I'm sorry, Mr. Kavanaugh. You were the secretary for the president at that time, George W. Bush. You, Mr. Secretary, had to pass along that bill to Congress, those authorizations for torture to the Congress. He attended at least one meeting. Now the Republicans are refusing to give the, those, testi- those uh, archival records to the Democrats. Mm-hmm. And they're going to hold up his nomination because they won't get full exposure. He lied. He could have been gone to per- committed perjury. And in fact, they even for Mr. Lay, who ran the committee at the time, also uh, ordered an investigation, which was not done yep. of that particular thing. I've got, you, then you notice that Mr. Trump now has gone back on the attack on President Obama and wants to investigate what he did? Yep, of course. His game is always to shift everything on to somebody else, get you look over here and not look over there. That's, that, that's his M.O., so listen, uh, Tony, we, we, we got to take our, quick, our our first break. I appreciate you, man. I'll talk to you in the course uh, of Thank the week. You. Thank you. So if you all stick with us, we will sit aside at a break here at Think Again. Think again. Parents, is your child struggling with reading? Are they always complaining it's boring? Well, the Community Action Organization of Erie County, Inc. is still accepting applications for the Rising Readers Club offering free, yes, I said free, fun, interactive, intensive reading program for children in grades K-12. The CAO Rising Readers Club provides small group instruction with certified teachers, snacks, and free transportation. Yes, free transportation home to those who need it. Five days a week from 2.30 to 7 p.m. at four convenient locations to choose from. Edward Saunders Community Center on Bailey, Pratt Willard Community Center on Pratt, JFK Community Center on Hickory, and Martha Mitchell Community Center on Oakmont Street. You've seen your child's report card. If you're looking for quality, after-school tutoring that can help improve their grade, help is on the way. Make your child a CAO Rising Reader and have fun at the same time. Call today, 881-5150. That's 881-5150. Certain eligibility requirements apply. It's another program of excellence brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Paid actors illustrating actual clients. Prior results do not guarantee similar outcome. Each case is unique. When a car hit me, I called Salino and Barnes. They got me $6 million, 24 times the insurance offer. I'm Steve Barnes. Is your accident case worth more than the insurance company says? Call us. You might be surprised. After my motorcycle accident, Salino and Barnes got me $1.5 million, 12 times more than insurance offered. I'm Ross Salino. What's your case really worth? Call us now and find out. After I was rear-ended, insurance offered $100,000. Salino and Barnes got me $800,000. After my car accident, insurance offered $50,000. Salino and Barnes got me $750,000. Is your case worth more than the insurance company says? Call us. You might be surprised. They got me over $600,000, nine times more than insurance offers. Salino and Barnes, injury attorneys, call 888 Main Street, Buffalo. All day. Every day, this is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt, ESPN 1520.
All right, here we go. That was our try to not. Well, I can't even. I, I don't sing well enough to <laughs> to go along. But hey, hey, goodbye. I, 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 we shouldn't be talking like that. I mean, Chris Collins, he was with us for quite some time. Let's not talk like it's a a, a, a happy thing. It's not a it's not a happy thing. But uh, I just want to read to you his announcement. Uh, Chris Collins uh, says that uh, Democrats are laser focused on taking back the House electing Nancy Pelosi speaker and then launching impeachment proceedings uh, against uh, President Trump. They would like nothing more than to elect and impeach Trump uh, Democrat in this district, which is something that neither our country or uh, my party can afford. Uh, After extensive discussions with my family and my friends over the last few days, I have decided that it is in the best interest of the constituents of New York uh, 27, District 7, the Republican Party and President Uh, Trump's agenda for me to suspend my campaign for re-election to Congress. I will fill out the remaining few months of my term to assure that our community maintains its vote in Congress to support President Trump's agenda to create jobs, eliminate regulations, reduce the size of government, address immigration and lower taxes. I will continue to fight the meritless charges brought against me, and I look forward to having my good name cleared of any wrongdoing. So that's his uh, his, his statement, he had said before that he was going to, you know, campaign vigorously and so on. But now we're finding out that uh, he's uh, actually dropping out of the race. It's very interesting that so many of the Republicans harp on this issue of uh, a Democrat getting a seat and then using that uh, vote to vote to impeach uh, President Trump. I, I, I'm, I'm missing something here. Uh, You don't vote articles of impeachment unless you get something that uh, is worthy of an impeachment vote. You'd have to see a litany of facts, uh, a litany of uh, testimony, a litany of uh, evidence, of proof that something horrible, uh, criminal has taken place. And that's what you vote articles of impeachment on. That should be done whether the person in that office is a Republican or a Democrat or a Green Party person or a Working Party person. That should be done by anybody who's holding a congressional seat. If they find the facts, that's what they should be doing and whatnot. Let me get us over to uh, a new caller, Ben in in Lancaster, and get his thoughts about what we're talking about today. Ben, how are you doing out there? I'm doing well, Nathan. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to hear from you. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that Collins decided not to run because I was going to, well, I'll say it on Collins. You know, I, I mean, I think what's out there is fake news, and I think it's a witch hunt. And really, I think the press is our worst enemy, and that's all I was going to say on Collins. Mm-hmm. The other thing, uh, you know, on immigration, you know, it was never brought up, but uh, I kind of followed the NHL draft, and what I looked at in that first round, I believe 71% of those individuals drafted uh, were foreigners, and if you want to call them immigrants, whoever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. But uh, three of them were named Rasmus, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, many Americans can't even pronounce their last names, and a lot of those foreigners can't even speak English. I don't think they're claiming asylum. I don't know if this is right. Anyway, uh, uh, most of them don't, well, some of them don't go home after playing hockey, and it really it just leads to chain migration. Uh, you know, I think uh, we were able to keep the Chinese and the Mexicans out on that, but I think we got some Russians or associated Russians. Viva the Russians, and they may be a Trojan horse, though. Uh, some backstabbing Canadians, I believe, were drafted, but 
bottom line, these are... <laughs> you got a lot of issues with people. The Canadians are backstabbers, too. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I've read. Somebody said that. Well, but you didn't say that. You didn't say that I read that somebody else, fourth party, you know, uh, no, asserted right. that. <laughs> you're right, Nathan. You're right. Uh, but these are born American jobs, and these are jobs that Americans should have, these hockey players. Well, you know, maybe there should have been two. Do, do you right? feel like that about baseball? Uh, well, certainly. Certainly. I mean, when's the last time we saw an American playing b- baseball? <laughs> oh, no, it's terrible. It's, it's really, it's terrible. Uh, you know, I mean, lacrosse is probably the, the real American uh, sport. Uh, it, this probably should be auto racing. I don't know. But, you know, bottom yeah. line, they're American you, you don't see You don't see many uh, foreigners playing football. I, well, That's an well, all-American sport, right? Sure. There's there's one or two. There's a few foreigners. All right. I, I won't call that guy from Hawaii a foreigner, but, <laughs> but you know. Listen, well, Sarah Palin called him a foreigner. <laughs> no, Nathan, the bottom line, you know, I, I really, thanks for sharing your intellect. In- He's being sarcastic. Thanks for sharing, sharing your intellect with all of us. You're truly blessed. I appreciate you, Ben. Appreciate thanks for calling in. I, I appreciate call. it. Take care. Excellent, excellent. You know, the, the, this, this whole... Um, you know, the, 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 this immigration thing has taken on a completely different flavor. But it's interesting to me that from what we've seen go on, you now have a better sense of why you're seeing what's going on. In other words, Donald Trump has positioned himself uh, now to be the champion. When he says taking the country back, I had referred to this a little bit earlier. He means taking the country back from those people who are not what he considers to be real Americans. Now, he conditions that to say that people that come from Scandinavian countries that have master's degrees, that they're acceptable uh, as new immigrants. But you can have a master's degree coming from Haiti, uh, and in fact, most of the people that come from Haiti are people that have bachelor's degrees, master's degrees, and PhDs. Uh, they're almost always highly educated people that come from Haiti or that come from Iran, and those people are not acceptable in Donald Trump's immigration uh, 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 protocol. So it's clear that the ideation is that the country is becoming too uh, non-white, and that's who he's appealing to are those people that are afraid of that. And before I grab Ron, let me just make this really quick comment to you. This is my belief in my time, my life in this country. Of all of the people in this country who are most devoted to securing the American democracy as it is, preserving its values, its structures, its ways, the African-American in this country is much more devoted to that than the Caucasian-American is in this country. You see many of the Caucasian Americans in this country who are actually supporting Nazism. You don't see that amongst the African population. All the African population wants is to be given a part of the show. They don't want to. They don't want to change the show. They just want to have a role in the play. Uh, I just want to make sure I got that out there because you're afraid of the wrong people. Those aren't the people that you got to be afraid of. There's other people we could be afraid of, but not them. Okay. Let's grab Ron and uh, uh, Chief Dewaga, then we'll get other John. Ron, how are you doing out there? Oh, it could be worse. Uh, but my old Yankees look like they're just not going to be able to catch Boston. That's a shame. But uh, anyway. So, yeah, the, the, the Yankees missed their window for this season, I think. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have to be a wild card if they're 
play a little better. Anyway, that last one, what are, they, are they calling you now to try to suck up uh, the precious minutes of our one hour a week that we get, or what? <laughs> That's what I get. The, I get the feeling there. Well, at least oh, we, we get nice to we get to hear it from their own words. You know where they're coming from. So that's he, good he to call, good to have. He didn't call you nasty racial names or anything. So there you go. You could be <laughs> uh, the Collins thing. You know, I mean, this is a guy. I mean, I can't remember. I don't watch the movie because I was a little kid. I watched it. A Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Who's that? Uh, the character. What's his name again? The bad business guy that's going to close the plant. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, that Chris Collins. Although at the end, this guy repents, uh, uh, but uh, Collins will never do that. Collins is the is the quintessential reason why why a lot of people turned on capitalism. I mean, this guy he when he became county executive. I know people who who work for the Civil Service uh, Employees Association. He gets the heads of the CSEA, and they're right after he takes office, and he makes a remark amongst other things. He says, "You know." I don't want to hear anything about experience here at all. If anybody works for the Erie County or any government for any more than a year, I have no respect for them. It means they're too stupid to, to, to go into the private sector. Mm. And he walks out of the room. Mm. I mean, this, this is the kind of guy that apparently a lot of re- white Republicans like. He, of course, they made that district for him up here as a compromise with the, uh, with the uh, uh, Senate, the Republican Senate, because they, I guess they wanted to protect Wiener's district down there. So I gave a little bit of uh, blame even to the, the downstate Democrats, as I recall, that was the, that was the compromise when they redistricted when we lost one of the uh, uh, one of our uh, 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 legislative districts or the federal government. Right. But I mean, uh, but I mean, this is the kind of guy. This is a quintessential reason why, as I say, capitalism if it goes down will go down because of people like that. The guy has absolute utter contempt for anybody who's not in his uh, his uh, social set. And, and whatever it, happened to the ideation that civil service was public service? And it was a vocation that people went into civil service because they wanted to be a part of serving the public through the Civil Service Administration. Why is that somehow a contemptible thing? Why isn't that a good thing? Well, (laughs) that died a slow death since Reaganomics, since (laughs) the idea that, you know, uh, the the problems cannot be solved by government. The problem is government. Let's get rid of the government and everything will be perfect. (laughs) That's that's when that started. I mean, that was Ronald Reagan's... uh, 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 first uh, inaugural, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a State of the Union. Anyway, that was uh, that was his uh, um, his uh, mantra, and that's what we've done ever since then. Mm-hmm. The Republican Party now thinks it's not the government that governs least, but governs best. It's the government that doesn't government at all. That doesn't govern at all. Right. Governs best. Right. So right. yes, our civil service is now. Uh, a dirty word. Anybody wants to work for the government is a horrible individual. So uh, that's that's what they've decreed. We are, in the we are a lost community if we give up on our own civil service. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's you just know, crazy. You, you still got to need somebody to plow the, the roads, and you still need policemen. There you go. They, there they you try go. to play the police off against the you know like the school teachers and that. They do that to a degree. But even that, I, I noticed. Uh, if the, in subtle ways they screw over the policemen and everything, the police officers, fire firefighters, uh, because it, it costs us a significant part of local budgets is uh, yeah. uh, is that type of thing. And so yeah. they they got to try to shave a little here and cut a little there, even for those guys. Yep, yep. I appreciate you, Ron. I thank you, right. man. I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Right. Yep. All right. Take care. Let's grab other John in Buffalo and get his thoughts. Other John, how you doing out there? Pretty well, Nathan. Pretty All well. All right. Good to hear from you couple of things. First, sure. I have to disagree with you. Uh, losing Chris Collins is a happy event. 
he's a lying <laughs> swindler. Okay? okay. And, and when he goes down, he'll look good in Trump orange. <laughs> well, along with Paul Manafort. <laughs> yes, indeed. Also, you, 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 were, you were talking about the creeps that are in his cabinet, and you missed uh, Willie Ross. Yeah, I meant to get to him, the $120 million bilker, right? <laughs> yes, he, he is the premier swindler, second only to uh, Comrade Trump. Right. Okay. If, if you take a look at his, his history, you realize, and I've mentioned this before, that Willie Ross uh, has a piece of uh, Navigator Holdings, which is shipping gas for Vlad's, Uncle Vlad's ex-son-in-law. Okay, he has no kidding. I didn't know that. Yes, indeed. He is, and I forget the name of the uh, Russian gas company that Vlad's ex-son-in-law runs. But uh, uh, Willie Ross is making money off that deal. Wow! It's just, just absolutely. This incredible. stuff always finds. You know, <laughs> the more you look at this stuff, the more you see these webs that connect these people around the uh, the Trump administration. Well, and, and what you want to do is take a look at Willie Ross again as co-chairman, along with an ex-KGB guy of the Bank of Cyprus. Okay. okay. That, was the, that was the money laundering bank after Deutsche Bank. Deutsche right. Bank got caught up, and then uh, they got rid of their CEO, Joseph Ackerman, who then went to, guess where, Bank of Cyprus. Mm-hmm. And there, there's all kinds of uh, uh, money laundering going on there. Yep. And uh, the the biggest stockholder in the Bank of Cyprus is a guy named Rybolov, okay, mm-hmm. who is a Russian that paid a uh, hundred million dollars, according to Trump, it was a hundred million dollars for that uh, mansion in Florida that he mm-hmm. paid uh, forty million dollars for, right? Roughly, okay. He was the largest stockholder in the Bank of Cyprus. Uh, just amazing, uh, amazingly dirty. Yep. And, and speaking of Comrade Trump and his objections to chain migration, I don't see him getting into his father-in-law's face. No, his his father's from the right chain. You got, you got there's, there's good chains and there's bad chains. His <laughs> father's from a good chain. <laughs> and, and and the worst part about this is, is that he is uh, the, the Republican Party and, and his campaign in particular are guilty of soliciting foreign aid, yep. foreign money foreign money with the NRA, right, and also the stolen emails. Right. At and minimum. They, they, should, at, they should have been charged by now. The DOJ right. should go after these guys. Yep, yep. But I got to run. I got to get a hard break right. in. Really appreciate you, Other John. I'll talk right. to you next week. Right. All right, great. So, listen, we're going to take a quick break, then we're going to get John and Mark on. So if you all stick with us, we'll see you next time of the break. Here we think again. Think again. Would you like to increase your home's value? Do you want to lower your energy bills? Are you in need of affordable financing for your next home improvement project? The CAO Home Improvement Resource Program can help. Just come to one of their monthly HIRP orientation sessions every first and third Wednesday of the month at two convenient locations. HIRP staff will help identify the resources you need to get financed, and they'll even help you with completing your application. Now, you won't know what you qualify for until you call. 332-3773. That's 332-3773. Learn about all the home improvement programs you may be eligible for and ask about the affordable financing program that can help turn your house into your dream home. Call 332-3773 for more info. 
It's the Home Improvement Resource Program, restoring value to neighborhoods across Erie County, one house at a time. Brought to you by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. If you owe any money to the IRS, you need to call star star one, two, three, four. That's star star one, two, three, four. Uncle Sam has the power to make your life miserable. You could stop the IRS collections process right now by calling star star one, two, three, four. When you call the tax defense center, you'll get free information on how you can reduce your back taxes, including penalties and interest. Star star one, two, three, four. Star star one, two, three, four could save you thousands on your back tax. You could also be helped if you have unfiled returns, a tax lien, wage garnishment, bank levy, or if you have entered into a payment plan and can't make the payments. It's your hard-earned money. Stop Uncle Sam right now. Make the call that could help you end the worry today. Star, star, one, two, three, four. That's star, star, one, two, three, four. Star, star, one, two, three, four. By calling star, star, one, two, three, four, you agree to receive SMS or MMS text messaging. Standard rates may apply. You also waive any registration to state, federal, or corporate do-not-call register. All day, every day. This is Buffalo's home for ESPN Radio. 50,000 Watt ESPN 1520. All right, Chris, we will remember you. And um, maybe as time goes on, the memory will get fonder. We'll see. We'll see how that all works out. Uh, So I don't want to waste too much time on me talking. Let me get to our callers uh, quickly. Let me get to John first and we'll get to Mark. John in Lockport, how are you doing out there? How are you doing, Nathan? Great. Good to Uh, hear from you. You know, I keep I keep going over this about the uh, immigration, you know, and I think the best way to to explain what it's what, what why immigration is so important to us is you got to think of it like a, a pyramid scheme. It's, you know, Social Security and Medicare are mm. kind of pyramid schemes, and um, uh, so th- this villainizing of the immigrants is terrible because we desperately need immigration to keep this thing going because we're not producing enough children. The, the Americans are not producing enough children, as I keep mentioning, and in order for uh, especially baby boomers on top. Now, I'm a baby boomer, and uh, we need to have immigrants coming in to to work and to pay into Social Security and Medicare, or uh, it, it's it's going it's going to fall apart. And, uh, and on top of that, too, they keep villainizing these immigrants. And actually, all the the the, the junk that comes out on social media about how these immigrants commit more crime and how they they don't work as hard and how we're how they don't produce uh they, they, they cost more than they produce and all it's all lies and uh if all you have to do is look at all the statistics the facts you know the social media just does uh, brings in all these um uh terrible uh, uh accusations against the immigrants and mm-hmm. these people believe it you know yep and, and it's they're just not true well, and, john and just just to make your point uh we just learned last week that we literally have uh, 100,000 more uh, jobs that are open in America than we have people in America, not just whether or not they want the jobs. We don't have enough people physically in America to work all of the jobs that are open right now. 
So yeah. those of us who work in the education field, we run our Head Start and Early Head Start programs. Uh, the school districts and so on are having a terrible time getting uh, early childhood education teachers, uh, uh, primary grade uh, school teachers, even middle school uh, teachers, because those, those salaries for those positions generally start in the high 20s and the low 30s. And if you've got a master's degree, you could not work in teaching at all. You could work in a different field and make forty-five, fifty-five thousand to start uh, if you're a 25, 26-year-old person. And so what we've got is a situation where without a, a, a some a robust immigration uh, process, there's no jobs at, I mean, there are no people, uh, not enough people at every level, whether it's the, the baseline, most entry-level jobs or it's the middle-level jobs or it's the highest professional jobs, we just don't have enough human beings in this country to do what the economy requires of us. It's nuts to have a anti-immigration policy. It would make more sense to have a pro-immigration policy and then figure out what you, how, how you shape that so that it, it, it provides for the economy what the economy needs. This is right. a crazy, crazy right. way you know, of running know, a, a government. And if I described, if I described um, uh, immigration as... Um, okay, these people coming in from Europe were our ancestors or my ancestors were were uh, they were very family oriented, had large families, they were hardworking, they were Christians. Well, guess what? Guess what? All the things that I just described about the Europeans that, that came into this country over the, especially in the early part of the 20th century, mm-hmm. that you could use. The, they were all descriptors. The exact of same descriptor. From Latin right. America. <laughs> right. The they're exact all, same we're thing. We're so lucky that these are the ones. And in Europe, who has even worse problem because they don't have the birth rate that we do even. Mm-hmm. They're terrible. The birth rate, in, especially in the northern European countries, is just dying. Yep. And so they have to bring in, they're forced to bring in the immigrants, and they come from the Middle East, and there's, that's why there's more of a danger of terrorism there because they're, they're bringing in uh, a large Muslim population. Not that the largest, the, the mass majority of Muslims are a problem. It's just that that, that, that uh, uh, small percentages. But right. we don't even have that real danger when they bring in these. Uh, we don't have that danger here. No. Yep. no I, pre- I appreciate you, John. I got to run. I got to get a couple more calls in before we get to the okay. end of this hour. Thanks, man. I appreciate okay. it. Yep. Let's grab uh, Mark in Buffalo, then we'll get Donnie in Middleport. Mark, how are you doing out there? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You guys are so cruel. <laughs> hey, you know, you, know, you know what bothers me the most about this fool, though? The, the smugness. The smugness, he, yes, he, yes. I hear you. He was so smug about everything, you know, because he knew he had it wrapped up and he didn't have nothing to worry about. Well, you know, you bite your own butt. <laughs> you know, I say this all the time about dirt, and you just have to believe me when I say it. Dirt always wants to show off. I don't care what you do to try to hide your dirty laundry. <laughs> Sooner or later, it's going to find a way to sashay in front of the public and let everybody know that the dirt Someone's is there. Someone's going to see the dirt. There you go. <laughs> Someone. You know, it, 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 you, it, and you know, uh, uh, tr- Trump says uh, there's no collusion, no nothing. Okay, here's the facts. Collusion, um, co- no contacts with Russians. 95 contacts with Russians. Mm-hmm. Trump says there were, there were none. Right. The, uh, uh, in, in the Manafort case, the judge keeps on injecting himself. Yep. Sticking up for Manafort. Yep. 
He keeps on inject. That's why judgeships are so important. Yeah. Because they'll all walk like these two arsonists just walked. Yeah. And uh, and uh, in Charlottesville, you you can't bring a stick or a tiki torch, but you can bring a gun. There you go. A loaded a loaded fire. You can't bring a you can't bring a a, a torch, you know. But but or, which, or a flagpole. Right. Right. But you which can is, bring an AR. Right. Right. That's and you know, article the Article Five Voting Rights Act that was cast out by uh, Roberts Court mm-hmm. has has now ushered in voter suppression and purging rampant in all this in this election yep. in all the states. And by the time this stuff gets caught up and 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 knocked down in the courts, the elections will be over, and the people that you really didn't want to be in power are going to be in power. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And you know, I, get, I Trump likes his little. Um, his little uh, nicknames. I, I I got I got one for him. Trader Trump. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like Trader Joe's, but yeah, Trader Trump. No, nah, 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 <laughs> don't make it. Don't don't, don't sugarcoat it. <laughs> trader Trump. He's a traitor, man. He is. He's a traitor to his country. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Come on, it's building. Everybody can see it, but no one. And you know what kills me about the media? They'll call everybody. This like this woman that came out with this book. Everybody else is a liar. Right, but they will not label him a liar ever, ever. They they always say he gets his facts confused. Yeah, you know they they give it every kind of dis, uh, a description possible Instead except of what one it is. Word they'll he, they'll, get, they'll make a, a paragraph. Right, he's just he's blatantly lying. That's just that's just the right truth. Right to their faces. Right, and they right. know he's doing it, but they won't label him a liar. Yep. This is really getting ridiculous. Yep. All right, baby. Have a good weekend. Thanks, Mark. How about you next week? All right. Let's get uh, Donnie in Middleport on and get his thoughts. Donnie, how are you doing out there? Yeah, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good to hear from you. <clears throat> yeah, I, I see the uh, I see the president's up uh, uh, at it again about the, uh, okay. the football players pro- uh, protesting. Yep. Hold on but, one second. I just wanted to say uh, we had a call from somebody in Rochester. I don't know if that was John. Uh just just call back. I don't know what happened on that call. Just call back. I think something got disconnected there. Go ahead, Donnie. Yeah, I see the president's complaining again about the, the protesting football players. Right. But but the problem is uh, I'm in my early 50s, and they don't – when you're younger, you don't have the benefit of experience. You know, for a man complaining and wrapping himself in the flag and all this stuff, and for like the last 28 years, we had presidents, starting with Clinton – uh, he was a draft dodger, got elected twice. Then we had um, George W. Bush, mm-hmm. even though he's part of the Texas Air National Guard component of the United States. <laughs> we can't find any record of him there, though. <laughs> yeah, but he never went to Vietnam. Right. And we got this guy here. He got elected five-time draft dodger. Yep. And um, even when he graduated in 1970, that war went on for another five years. He still didn't show up. Yep. He didn't show up. But my father showed up in 51 for Korea. He got the 4F status because of... He incurred a birth injury caused by a doctor by accident, but kids back then were born in the 30s at mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when he come with that stuff, firing his SOB and all that stuff, they should tell him to call him a draft dodger for what he is. Yeah. Because if all these other guys went, a lot of guys didn't come back. Because I remember when I was a child in early, like 71, 72, we were on Ransom in New York. I saw the guy's picture. I never met him in real life. And all one day was a gathering yeah, around yeah. the houses. And Donnie, just to bring your point, you know, closer to home in terms of timeline, you know, they're talking about who's more believable, uh, Rick Gates or Donald Trump. 
How can you say that that's even an issue when Donald Trump has been recorded by the Washington Post, Politico, and bunches of other uh, uh, news researchers to have lied something in the area of six to 11 times a day, every single day since he's been in office for whatever number of the, the, the 19 months that he's been in office, lied every single one of those days on an average of six to 11 times a day. I mean, I just don't comprehend how how do you have any credibility, any uh, um, I don't know what the word, any cachet, you know, amongst the public at all when that's your record. If that had been uh, 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 Donald Trump talking about you can keep your health insurance, even though clearly if your company goes with a different health insurance company your health insurance goes and you got to take whatever the company's new health insurance uh, uh, program is so you really couldn't have made that statement he was called a liar not wrong he was called a liar right Mm -hmm. Donald Trump just outright lies day in and day out all day long right so listen I got to get two more calls in before the end of this break I appreciate you Donnie yep I'll talk to you next week uh, let me get, uh, who did I miss? Is it John? Let me get John first, and I'll try to get Tony on. John, how are you doing out there in Rochester? Hey, Nathan, I'm doing great. And our our, our guy, Tyrod, had a perfect quarterback rating the other night. Uh, I, I saw. I, I actually read it. I, I looked it up. I really wanted to find out. I knew you'd be interested, so I looked it up. He had a great uh, uh, opening quarter, or half of the quarter that he played. Yeah, he was he was unbelievable, and that, uh, I gotta say, our quarterbacks played really well. I was at the game. Uh, All three of them played well. Yeah, yeah, I was very encouraged. But Tyrod's our guy, and I hope he does well there. He, yep. he started out with a bang. But listen, I want to talk about Chris Collins, and uh, I I've met Chris Collins a number of times uh, before he ran for county executive, and I'll tell you, I I I feel sorry for him. I think he made a big mistake. The evidence doesn't look good. But I, I'll tell you, he should consider dropping out because there are two uh, prospects that I think that could easily win that race, and that's uh, Dave uh, uh, Dave Bellavia and uh, Dave DiPietro. They're both conservatives, and uh, they're both, both well-known in Republican circles and in, those, in that district. So I think if Chris drops out and he's I think he should uh, drop out. Those two guys could win that race. Well, just so you know, uh, John, we read it on the air about 15 minutes ago that uh, uh, Chris Collins has dropped out of the race. He He actually has dropped out. And uh, I don't know if Bellevue is going to put himself up to run. I know that he had a lot of issues with uh, Chris Collins when – they were both campaigning for that office uh, previously, uh, but he has obviously a uh, an apparatus, you know, that he can call on uh, to right, help him right. to, uh, you know, to, to get out. Because that's going to be the hardest thing is pulling together the volunteer apparatus that you need to uh, to be able to run for office. Well, I'll volunteer for him. But listen, it's going to be it's going to be a fun race to watch. That's for sure. Yep. All okay. right. Th- thanks, man. One. Appreciate you. Let's grab Tony real quick before we finish the hour. Tony, how are you doing? Hello. Hey, Tony. Yeah. Well, first of all, what were you referring to when you said 100,000 jobs? Because I couldn't hear it. What I was talking about is a report came out last week that there are 100,000 less people in the country 
than are needed to be able to fill out the number of jobs that are open in the country right now. That's in other words, true. we don't really have enough human beings in the country. Al, Al Nathan, that's, that's a bogus, because the current amount of jobs that are open in this country that are not filled is six and a half million. There are six and a half million jobs in this country that are not getting filled because people have not the training or the ability to be trained in those fields. That's well, they 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 but they put it on on population. But either way, the point well, is, that I was trying to make is that if you don't have a robust, creative, focused immigration policy you're always going to find yourself in a situation when you have a growing economy where you don't have enough new people for all of the kinds of jobs that you're creating uh, to fill all of those jobs. That's what yeah. immigration is usually done for us. You had, yeah. go ahead. That's right. Yeah, yeah fine. But, and I mentioned that with the federal registry that they want to create to stop the people from becoming citizens. Mm-hmm. You've got 20 million of these people right. that are not going to be allowed to become citizens. That we also need to talk about Obama, uh, the Affordable Care Act, because I do would like to ask people out there: if we have an Affordable Care Act uh, as a federal law, how can the administration of Donald Trump stop people with, uh, who have pre-existing conditions from continuing to be covered? How, does that make any sense that they can just say we're going to stop it? I mean, it, it, it's virtually as if you have a contract with somebody and then you choose not to honor a contract that you offered and somebody signed. You know, it's, it's no, the same. It's a federal, it's a federal law. Right. Is Which is a covenant between the federal government and the citizenry. So you're supposed to honor that. Right. But, well, how can the president take that away? It should not and be. It, you should not be able to do that. You should honor whatever the previous uh, presidential administration was. You should honor those things that were passed by law. And, that's right. And if you want to change the law, then you have to go to Congress right. and put in a bill to request the change. So this threat of changing the uh, for, uh, the uh, pre-existing condition uh, proposal, uh, proposal is bogus because that administra- the Trump administration cannot do this without going to the Congress. Just as, and the same thing occurs with tariffs. Did you realize that the tariffs are under are, are under Section One? Uh, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Article Two, Section Eight, uh, Section Eight of the Constitution, where Congress is in charge of levying taxes and tariffs. Right. Uh, well, then, how is it that the Trump administration can say that this is a national security issue? Right, but, the, but because the way that the law is written, it does per, it does permit the president to be able to use the argument of national security to be able to effect uh, tariff changes based on that rationale. Now, of course, claiming that the Canadians somehow are a weakness in America's defense system is patently absurd. There's nothing on earth more integrated with the military of the United States than the Canadian military. That that makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Tony, we're, we're near the end of our, our hour, well, so... Al, 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 Al the yeah. Canadians invented hockey. <laughs> the Americans invented baseball. Mm-hmm. The fellow that you had, don't you realize the guy that you had was trying to take and trick you? 
and also insult you? Yeah. He was not trying to be a fun uh, reg, uh, square yep. deal. He was being sar- He called back and said he was being sarcastic. So don't don't over o- overreact to that. All right. I appreciate you, Tony. We'll talk during the course of the week. I thank all of you uh, for continuing to support us. We look forward to talking to you all again uh, next week here at Think Again. Think again. You've been listening to Think Again with L. Nathan Hare, sponsored by the Community Action Organization of Erie County. Be sure to tune in again next week at this same time for more Think Again.